morning it's uh saturday morning uh the saturday before christmas and uh rush rehab casters welcome this is a podcast where two mediocre blokes who tried to emulate the feats of the ancient uh came a cropper and got uh, injuries from running so uh jim come in can you can you hear me i can mark i'm here at the sunshine coast Still, the uh, beautiful weather here. Still rehabbing. How's the moon boot? Still going well on the beach? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going very well actually. I can I can walk on the beach in the moon boot, but I can only walk in one direction. Um, so if I if I want to head south on the beach, I've got to walk backwards. It's it's to do with the uh, the slope of the beach. But no, no one. I'm sure people are kind. No one would ask questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. No. They don't ask questions at all, but you get a lot of strange looks. So, yeah. uh, we've got uh, our fourth guest, is it? Gee, things are moving moving at a pace. I'm, I'm, losing, I'm losing count this so, so many. I think this is our sixth podcast. So, welcome. Yeah, it, it, feel, it feels like we've been doing this for, you know, only an hour and a half. Yeah, well, we're not even there yet. Um, no. So, uh, welcome, Matt. Uh, Matt is a, um, a member of the Voldemort Running Group, the uh, group that shall never be named for legal reasons. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, uh, Mark, and good morning, Jim. Good morning, Matt. Um, and uh, Matt... Um, Matt wanted to get on this uh, show so hard that he got an injury last week, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, Jim, did you have any hard-hitting questions or did you want to revisit the, who Norman Swan is to start? Uh, well, apologies to Norman. I did actually know his son was Jonathan, but, uh, you know, in the blur of uh, our podcast, because it moves so fast, I, I wasn't able to bring that up. Rightio. But... Um, Speaking of things moving fast, I had an interesting uh, interchange with Mark this morning, and Matt, um, um, this is bleeding into my first question. I was doing a six-minute exercise routine, and I'd started this when a, a message uh, dinged on my phone, and I thought, oh, you know, I could, that can wait five minutes. I'll check that later. And another couple of messages ding in, and I'm thinking, no, this is okay. This, and um, then... The phone rings, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is urgent. I better answer it. And it's Mark telling me, just ringing to tell me what the content of the other three messages was and not to worry about that. We, we're going ahead as usual anyway. So I'm wondering, Matt, do you have a lot of experiences with your mobile phone where people are in a big hurry to tell you not much at all? Uh yeah, Jim. Look, I think uh, it's I think in the, in the age that we've got at the moment, um, that we're so connected to um, to our phones all the time. I get regular phone calls or messages from my family, exactly that, telling me not much at all. Um, but again, especially when your kids uh, text you or ring you multiple times, and they're just ringing to let you know or just say good day, which is always lovely. But it's always a bit of worry when you get so many calls in such a short period of time frame. Now, um, Matt, you're our third uh, health professional. You're a um, a uh, trained. Oh, you've, you've got a whole stack of qualifications in the nursing field. Uh, tell us about what happened this time last Saturday. Oh, Mark, look, it's, uh, I've, it's something I've tried to sort of push back into my memory so I, I don't have to keep reliving it. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry for the trauma. Let's rip the scab. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't show me the scab. Just, just tell us. 
It's um, I uh, so last Saturday I was out running in with the uh, the Voldemort Running Club, and I'm only just new to running back again, and um, and, and quite enjoying my running, and and uh, I was running with a, 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 a my usual group of runners, and uh, who had stopped for a drink, and um, because I, uh, I I I struggled to start again when I'm running, so I, I kept moving on, so I ended up running on my own. And I just towards the end of my run, I'd finished running, and I I saw a gentleman in the in the distance walking a dog. And as I got closer, he uh, he looked quite familiar, and I realised that I actually knew him. And uh, he pulled off to the side, and his dog was on a leash. And uh, I recognised him and called him by name, and and stopped and and went to shake his hand. And as I went to shake his hand, his dog just growled and just lunged, lurched at me and uh, and bit me on the abdomen. And uh, if I was a, an elite fit athlete with a six pack, it wouldn't have been an issue. But being a middle aged man wearing lycra, I uh, had a bit of a, a muffin top, and which he latched onto. And so he grabbed a mouthful. He grabbed a, he grabbed a mouthful, and uh, I quickly extricated myself whilst his owner said sorry very hurriedly. And I think it was the fastest last K run in my life uh, back to the um, the coffee shop, which won't be named. Yeah. Now, um, Matt. Uh, yeah. So. It grabbed a mouthful. Now, did the dog actually feast that morning? Did did, did he rip stuff away, or was was were there only puncture marks? And only only puncture marks. Um, only puncture marks, Jim, and and a significant bruise. So um, I've lived that. Oh, right. I, I sort of had visions of you, you know, reeling intestines back in and holding them in <laughs> while you ran that last kilometre. But still being able to stop for coffee at the end of it. Yeah, um, Jim. Look, I, you know, I was concerned that when I stopped for coffee, that I, and and I had looked that there would be nothing to show for it whatsoever. Uh, but I was impressed that there was um, some blood and uh, there was some puncture wounds, so I at least had something to show for the experience. Mm. Now, and, um, uh, was there any infection? No, I'm, I'm a I'm a firm believer of uh, of the um, alcohol gel and, and uh, oh, I, I, yes. I, I do some I do some treks on the side and I've I've had a lot of experience with the the hand gel um, and putting directly on open wounds, um, which oh. which makes you makes me sound with a high pitched voice for a short period of time frame, but it certainly uh, fixes up any infections. And, and do you find the alcohol from the gel goes straight into your system and also acts as a bit of an anaesthetic? <laughs> yes, uh, Mum, Jim, it, um, it certainly um, makes it numb, and uh, but no, uh, lo- no long-lasting effect, and, and doesn't give me the euphoria of a, of a normal beer at a pub. Now, Matt, I, I don't like to take you to task on this, but just from your description of the event. Um, you saw a man in the distance who was who was obviously handling a dog he was unsure of. So when he saw someone approaching, he took him well out of the out of out of your path. And you obviously seeing that he was having trouble controlling this rather agitated dog, thought that you would deviate towards him and stir the dog up. Is is that actually how it happened? No, not not at all, Jim. He was he was going for his morning walk with a with a really well controlled dog on a lead, and so I you know I, I just stopped and had no indication at all that this was going to occur. I was just being friendly, and uh, you know which which we all should be doing and and being a bit more connected to our communities. So have I've uh, got two questions. You can choose whichever one you want to go with first. Um, you've talked about alcohol and running. So uh how did you was this your first rush was this your first experience of running with alcohol and then the second one is have you run much with dogs before because i'm worried about that now when when you say the first rush mark you this didn't actually happen during the, the rough and rush did it no no we can clarify this was last saturday that so, so, Matt, so matt's also run the rough and rush yes yes 
Yes, yes. And so just, just, just to help listeners out, because right. I, I, know, I know a lot of Mark's questions do confuse our guests. And they confuse, so. Jim, they confuse me. Okay. <laughs> so over to Matt. Um, Mark, so, so last week was, uh, was, was my, was, wasn't my first run uh, with alcohol. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to say that the Rough of Rush was, was my first run with alcohol. So I was pretty impressed to be involved in that and, uh, and managed to have a few beers along the way. And um, the second question was... Uh, dogs. dogs. Never run with dogs before. I, I, have, run with, I have run with dogs before. Um, I haven't run well with dogs before, and uh, especially dogs on leads. And so um, being the, the, the casual runner that I am, I try very hard to either just run with myself or, or run with a group of runners and no dogs. Yeah, yes. Matt, uh, do you think you would have handled your injury better if you'd already had alcohol inside your system rather than having to rub it on your skin afterwards? At seven in the morning. <laughs> I, I think if I had alcohol in my system at seven in the morning running, I, I would have avoided him completely. <laughs> he probably would have avoided you. <laughs> hey, uh, now, um, now, Matt, we've, Mark and I are both nursing injuries from the rough and rush. Um, and these variously get classified, well, we're trying to classify them as running injuries, but other people choose to classify them as um, drinking injuries or worse still, old man's injuries. Now, do you, do you feel your injury falls into any of those three categories? Uh, yeah, Jim, I, I, I certainly think that my injury falls into the old man injury um, and, and being a little bit more mature in, in age, I shouldn't have uh, gone anywhere near that person whatsoever. If I, if I had a bit more thought about it, I would have just continued running or stayed with my group and avoided him completely. You, you, think, you think if you were 20, you would have just given him a dirty look and kept running? I, I, I think if I was 20, I still would have been having the after effects of alcohol and still been in bed and not running at all. <laughs> so so it, is, it does uh, fit into the category of old man's injury. I see that. See that. Now, now if uh, I if I say so, if I say the letters O A, what does that mean to you, Matt? Uh, Mark, I've got uh, no thoughts on that. What I oh, understand. Oh, that was a leading question. That didn't work for me. Because um, uh, it says to me, oh, oh, no. Well, uh, where I was going was osteoarthritis. Ah, right. And and there was a there's a possible diagnosis for my knee, and that's why I shouldn't have been running in the first place. Uh, can you give me any oh. advice in that area, Matt? Yeah, Mark, I can, and and um, and I'm well experienced with osteoarthritis. Um, from, uh, from my knees, and I've only just recently returned to running in the last uh, 12 months. And um, I've had some previous knee injuries, which I haven't managed particularly well. I've had some surgery on those knees and, and, um, and have continued to sort of actively exercise. And probably in the last three years, I really struggled uh, with, the, with the osteoarthritis and, and, um, and struggled with my weight. So as my weight got heavier and I, and I, my knee pain got worse, um, I, I really stopped my exercising. I couldn't exercise anywhere near as much as I wanted to. And I was fortunate enough to jump onto, I got in, uh, in, uh, accepted into a research project um, through the Melbourne University called Better Knees, Better Me. Um, and through that, um, they put me on... Is that, is that like the $6 million man project? <laughs> very much, very similar to the $6 million project. Um, and and they've oh. certainly got me back. And through that project, they uh, I lost a fair bit of weight. And, and what they've taught me about it from an osteoarthritis, and, and especially from a health professional, has really taught me that I'm going to have pain for the rest of my life on my knees and just keep doing what I'm doing and just manage my pain um, as I move forward, but manage my weight is probably the biggest thing, and keep active and, and not stop, and that's been really a game changer. So that's why you did, That's why you were running alone when you met the dog? 
And that's why I've been running alone when I uh, when I met you the dog. You can't stop. You can't stop. I Push can't through stop. the pain. Uh, Push through. You should. You'd be good at running marathons because I, I feel the secret <laughs> to running a marathon is just to start running and forget to stop. <laughs> yes, I'm, 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 that's, I'm, at some stage I'm hoping to get back to that. Oh, good. Good. Oh. Now, Mark. Um, yes, Jim. So, did the doctors call it OA or did they call it O? Uh, the physio, uh, my main man Scott, he just said OA. I had no idea what I had no idea what that was. I thought it was like an order of Australia, but that's AO. Yeah, 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 which would be wonderful. You've got OA. Yeah. How many people in this country could proudly say, you know, they've got an award? Just I just, for their, just I just for their wonder name. if they shorten it to, to O. So, you know, you, you've got O. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> and the patient thinks, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Now, we're, we're coming, coming to the uh, conclusion of our time. Uh, just to remind you, this is a rush rehab story about two blokes uh, trying to come back from injuries um, that they received oh. on the Ruffin Rush. And please... A big shout out. If anybody was part of the original Ruffin Rush, uh, this week research tells me it had 19 pubs involved. We want to meet you. We want to talk with you. So uh, get in touch. Okay. Now, uh, Matt, um, you've been you've been savagely attacked by a, an otherwise docile dog. Um, now, Mark, you've, you've yourself have suffered a dog injury whilst running, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I have, Jim. That's true. Oh. Yes. Um, if you want to tell us about uh, how how you oh, used to very conveniently take Jasper. Um, yeah, I, I early on I've got this uh, wonderful dog that I go running with and I used one of those hands-free leashes uh, that goes around your waist. Um, yeah, and look, I probably should take more responsibility, but um, yeah. What, let's, early... bl let's blame the dog. Yeah, early one morning, uh, I found myself face down uh, with a knee um, in the uh, bitumen, and um, J uh, Jasper didn't—he didn't keep dragging me, so I was happy with that. Well, yeah, Mark actually didn't lift his feet high enough to clear a small crack in the pavement, yeah. hit the pavement, and normally he would have been able to break his fall, but as Jasper was pulling him ahead yeah. through the waist strap, he. Uh, he plummeted straight to the, to the ground, did himself a massive injury. Yeah. So, um, Matt, uh, you've got any tips for Mark on uh, on that one, how we avoid that? Uh, look, Mike, the only tips for that one would be, again, is not to uh, run with a dog tied to your waist, I guess. Is done, <laughs> and I think Jasper's up to that stage now where he, um, he can run on his own. Yeah. What about a dog strapped over your shoulders? Would that be okay? Well, well the other option would be just to take a stuffed dog. Uh, Jim, I think I think that if you if you could take a stuffed dog and, and carry it, it'd be perfect. Are you do you have a dog at home? I do have a dog at home. Uh, okay, so you're not carrying that trauma. You're not, not carrying that trauma that day. Um, um, it's not a big ferocious dog. It's a I'm embarrassed to say it's a tiny little dog um, uh, named Phoebe. Yeah. Phoebe, um, Phoebe, Phoebe, the attack dog. Phoebe, the attack dog. Um, would like to think it's a, the size of a of a Jasper, um, but it really is the size of a, a tiny poodle. Right. I just think, Matt, maybe if I can take a stuffed dog on the beach, so when I'm walking backwards along the beach, people are staring at that instead of at me. Yeah, that would divert attention. Mm, might, might help, might help. Okay, now, Matt, that's... Um, from, from your injury, have you got any 
you know, any internal damage, any any damage to the endocrine system, which we oh, learned about no. in the last podcast. Jim, you're going south. Now, it's 16 <laughs> minutes and we were told not to go there again. Uh, we also want to sponsor. Uh, yell out if you want to sponsor us. But um, thanks again for your time, Matt. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks so much, Jim, for having me. Yeah, thanks, Matt. And uh, there's a lot of questions we didn't get to, so it'd be great to have you back back on sometime. So have a great Christmas, and remember, whatever you do, run responsibly.